everywhere you look, there's a place that somebody who needs. We I... lost out there all alone. Something to carry you home. Everywhere you look. <laughs> everywhere you look. Sorry, my daughter has been watching a lot of Full House lately. I was just going to ask if that tied into the episode or if that's just how you're vibing <laughs> today. No, that's okay. Yeah, no tie-ins. Cool. That's fine. Yang Chen, <laughs> she's family. It's fine. The, I still had the Baba Booey stuck I in you, my head I from... <laughs> I threw you all off. Start. Go with your normal normal. Yeah, thing. normal thing. Hey, everybody. My name is Sean Chaley. That guy up there is my friend Chris Ford, a.k.a. The Objective Geek of YouTube and Twitter and Full House fame. And today we're going to talk to you about the book whose title I already forgot, Rise of Yang Chin, which is the coming Yang Chin novel by the same guy who wrote the Kyoshi novels, whose names FCE. I'm sure I can remember if I tried. FCE. Same situation where I think this it's being sort of oversighted by Michael. Yeah. Not yeah. Brian. Michael well, I mean, I'm Dante. Sure yeah, Brian's. Brian does nothing with it to my, the best of my knowledge. Brian, like, I'm sure Brian. Words. I'm sure Brian. Like Brian probably texts him like every now and then. Like I'd be with you, just like, hey, does this seem outlandish? He's like, nah. Or is it like a <laughs> like Brian feels like a third wheel? Like he texts, it's like, what you doing? He's like writing a book with FCE, and then like sad music plays in Brian's background. Like, oh, yeah. all right. <laughs> <laughs> No, well, it really seems like Michael Dante DiMartino is even like somewhat. He's he's a consultant. I yeah, think. I don't think glorified co-writer. I think he's more so a consultant. I bet just he to gets to LCG. frame things in the historical chronology of, of yeah. Avatar. But uh, but well, hey, we're going to talk about that and all the things that we do know, which is super duper little. So it's mostly going to be us guessing at things today. <laughs> But before we get to that, as always, Chris, how are you? What have you been up to? Uh, what's the score of the Golden State game, et cetera? Don't tell me. I always uh, forget that you are a normal human and you do those things. <laughs> I'm the weird one, not you. It's fine. Uh, this, this week sucked for various reasons. I don't really dive into because, well, the, the, the shooting, the type of shooting stuff. Just make me sad and cry more. Um, but bright side is i bought a quest 2 uh, and it's pretty cool so far even though i've only played one game it's the beat saber game which is you know just really cool it's kind of the game right like you're sort of supposed to that is least... that's like the the poster child the game, killer app I think. yeah that's killer yeah app. uh chris i'll echo that soon this week sucked um on a lot of fronts and so uh rough week I feel like this is the first time, like, I was looking forward, I always look forward to our podcast, uh, but usually I'm looking forward to, like, discussion. Today I was looking forward to it just so I could, like, sit in a chair for, like, a few minutes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, listen, it's the opportunity for nobody to just, like, bother me, and I can just be here for, like, a minute. So, yeah, I'll echo that sentiment. Um, I also, uh, well, I, they didn't come yet, but I did... Uh, pre-order some games. What did I pre-order? Oh, I pre-ordered the Hogwarts Legacy game for Switch and the okay. Turtles Collection for Switch. Uh, they're both coming out allegedly around Christmas time and Hogwarts will be quote-unquote for Heather and uh, the <clears> Turtles <throat> will be for me at Christmas and mostly they'll both be for me. No, Heather will play Hogwarts Legacy and we'll probably fight over the Switch like idiots. So that's my positive yeah. 
game and trying to save our weeks right now. Well, in that case, though, let's let's get away from crappy week stuff and talk about the rise of Yang Chin. Chris, do you want to tell us what, what we tell us what little we know, right? And well, then we can cast our own projections. Yeah. So they recently came out with you know just the same way they did with Rise of Yoshi. Um, wait. So, no, this one's called Dawn of Yang Chin, not Rise Dawn of Yang Chin. Yang Chin. So You're of... right. Yeah. <sighs> Cut. Got to start it over. Oh, that's, just getting that's, way that's too lazy. Way too, I'll get it right. Way in too the repetitive. That would be pretty lazy of them. They're just like, what was the last one? What's the first one called? Rise of Kyoshi. Mm. This one about Shadow, Yang Chen? Shadow of Kyoshi. I'm about just rise. I thought we just do it again. Rise of Yang Chen. Oh, this one's Dawn of Yang Chen. Okay, uh, but listen. Dawning and Rising, that's pretty soon. That's pretty close. But uh, what was yeah, the second it's one? A, Shadow of Kyoshi? Honestly, it's, it's kind of a. Yeah, Rise of Kyoshi was the first one. Then Shadow of Kyoshi was the second one. And this one is the Dawn of Yang Chen. Well, oh, like it's kind of superficial titles. To kind add of ambiguous, name. yeah. What I like about it is, uh, you know, it like think about Dawn of Yang Chen, like the sun is that way, and then like Shadow of Kyoshi. You know, it's like it was a rise of Kyoshi. You know, the sun's in front, and the shadow mm-hmm. is the shadows behind her, or something like that. There's like some meaning in there that we can project onto that that doesn't actually mean anything. I mean, we, honestly, we I wish it had a better title. But, like the first one, I give it pass. Shadow of Kyoshi. This house a little cooler, but um, but the Dawn shadow of Kyoshi felt like it was less representative of the book. Like at least Rise of Kyoshi, like, I'm kind of giving yeah. it a pass because it sort of made sense. Yeah, even if it's lame. Yeah, that's okay. FC, yeah. I'm still gonna I'm still gonna read it. He probably. I mean, I, I'm sure like the publisher was like, "Hey, we need a pretty a good title that sells the." The gist of the book. You it's know, like, the YouTube right, whatever, conundrum, Dawn. right? Like, if you want people to see it, you got to put, like, the YouTube title on there instead of the title that you want on there. Yeah. I, like, I don't know what I would name it, because I haven't read the book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the... the badass. Pow, pow. Yeah. Like... <laughs> um, maybe, you know, honestly, I would call it just from, okay, just from the little excerpt we got from this, uh, I'll probably call it, like, Dawn of Yang Chen, Tortured Souls. Come to that fact. Um, anyway, so. That's some dark uh, Chan, did you have a, stuff right there. <laughs> did you have a chance to read the little chapter insert that they, uh, probably not? Nope. Um, I just read Which that that's fine. one. I just read like that one paragraph, the basic, where they yeah. just talk about the whip. That's all I got. Yeah. And then a- after that, they had like, the same way the Rise of Kyoshi did, they pretty much did like kind of a chapter out of the, I would look real is probably if I had to guess six pages or so straight out of the book. Um, so I it was really interesting. I really so, remember this from, oh, in the Rise of Kyoshi, that was like at the end of the book. And yeah. Like the first chapter of the next book. Okay. No, they did. They did when she went to go fight Tagako, the pirate queen. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So that, yes, yeah, so that was that one. I do. Um, in this case. Now. Okay. Uh, so in this case, it starts off with kind of a girl. Her name is Jet Sun. Uh, I'm sure it's pronounced Jet Sun. It's spelled G E T S U N. And it's like she hears screams welling from down the hall. She's running and running. And she's and she's clearly an air an air nomad. She's like, oh, she's running through the monks and all the robes and stuff. And no one seems to really be worried that she's running. It, I guess it's not out of the out of the ordinary that she's running towards something, and like they just hear these yells and yells and screams from down the hall, and then so she gets to um, the library, but she has to rush to the library for some reason. 
And of course, you, you being the reader, you have no idea what's really going on. They just put you into this, you know, it's an excerpt probably from like chapter, uh, probably from a quarter of the way into the book. Uh, this one's probably actually earlier now that I think about it. Um, and so she's running and running towards the library. She's like, she talks to this other library lady. I forget her name. She doesn't seem all that important to it. But she's like, Miss Susie. And she's like, Miss Susie. Like, I don't know. That's all I know. So then they go searching the books for Miss Susie, Miss Susie. And then the library lady grabs one. She's like, here, just take it. And then and then, and the girl, Jetsun, runs down the hallway again. And she gets to, like, the infirmary ward or wherever it is. And she's in the Western Air Temple. Um, and, you know, she's like, and and they do a pretty good job painting a picture of, like, the Western Air Temple, right? Like, upside down buildings and everything, um, things like that. And she gets there, and then she starts reading to um, to this young girl who's, like, eight year, years old. And she starts reading just, like, a manual of how to, I can't even, how to stop like water droughts or something like that. Explain it, <laughs> but it, the but the author on it was named Mesuse, and uh, and it calms down the girl who's screaming and stuff. Now the girl who's screaming, like she she like she's not necessarily screaming in agony, but she's screaming and like she's not screaming in pain, but more like uh, something has come over her, like a terror or like a almost like a or... almost like an etzer almost like a uh. A possession, yeah. right? Okay. And so it turns out, and so that, so she's reading the manual, and she's like, "Wait, who the heck? What the heck is this?" And then it's written by Misuse, and then but the but reading the manual seems to calm the girl down. The girl falls asleep, and then eventually the library lady is like, "So who is? Oh no, the Jetsun is like, so who is Misuse?" And the library lady is like, "Well, actually, it was like the friend of Avatar Gun Gun." Uh, spell G U N gun, probably pronounced goon or something along no, those lines. I, I know it's not pronounced. Yeah, probably Avatar Goon. Um, and then she was saying, like, yeah, Miss Husey was like his friend and he couldn't uh, save him. He died in a tsunami that the Avatar failed to stop. And so, like, this young lady is who's been screaming is Yang Chen. Like she gets, and they go on to the book and explain it. Like she gets these visions and, and stuff. And she cries out or, or even sometimes happy memories of past lives and their, and their lives. And they're saying like, yeah, she did this from when she was like very little, like five. And eventually like they start noticing that she's, she's talking about people who are, who like, she talked about an earth King who lived three centuries ago. And they're like, oh, okay, well, she's the avatar. Um, and I would have thought they would. Well, I don't know how the Eastern, you know, uh, Eastern Air Temple did the test. Actually, I'm not sure they did the test the same way. But no matter what, they know that she's the avatar. And uh, and then uh, you come to find out that this girl just soon is like, they. Never mind. I'll get to that point in a, in a bit. But. Um, just soon is really close to Yang Chen, and and um, Yang Chen just keeps seeing like these visions and stuff of, of past Avatar's lives. Um, but it's kind of like a curse in a way. Like she has all of these lives living in her that's just kind of 
taking over her life and her body and her mind is just uh, kind of interesting. Yeah, no wonder she kills people. She got voices in her head. <laughs> which, which we just say she, <laughs> we just assume that she's, she, she, she's never like, we strongly assume that she's killed people before. That she seems fine with the idea, even as an air nomad. That's but, fair. I don't know that we have legitimate yeah. evidence, but like, yeah, if we're taking beds. That girl um, kills. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's so a later in the in the book. It's like three years later. Uh, Yang Chen is eleven, and she clearly knows that she's. And when she was eight, one of them was like, she's smart enough to figure out like what these things are eventually. And by the time she's eleven, she figures it out. She's like, she knows that she's the Avatar, and uh, um, but Jet Soon is like her best friend. All, pretty much Jet Soon is her sister, because they say in the book. <laughs> Like she does something, and Yang Chen is proud of her. She's like, "Yeah, I spent this from like my sister," but and then it goes on, to, and so that really caught my attention. Like, oh, finally, the Avatar has a has a sister, has a relative, has a sibling, and none of them ever have siblings. And then it says, "But they're not blood related, though." Well, they might be. They might be like fourth or fifth cousins or something like that because air nomads don't know. Like they just <laughs> write that crap down. <laughs> yeah, well, let me let me read exactly what it says because I found it to be. But... Um, Real quick, though, wouldn't it be sad, like, if you thought that your kid was next in line to be the Avatar, you thought they stood a chance, and they got pregnant with another child, and like, guess it's not us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. It says, as if Yang Shen needed another reason to worship her older sister, Jasun wasn't related to her by blood. Maybe she was, in the matter of fourth or fifth cousins, but it definitely didn't matter. Because, you know, she really was... They really did see her as a sister. Um, oh, and then a little insert that I'll read from when she was eight. Because the first time the child went through this, this being, like, getting visions and strong feelings, they had no clue as to what was happening. The healers did their best to cool her fever and keep her as comfortable as they could. As the incidents reoccurred, her babbling, incoherent at first, started to coalesce into sentences, names, slices of conversations... The words meant nothing to her caregivers until one day they heard her talking to his majesty of the earth kingdom, Zhao Lao, Zhao Li, a man she'd never met who died three centuries ago. Um, there's something else about it that was uh, interesting. Oh, they're they saying that like some people who she talk about is never known in history books at all. Like it's just like, I'm not saying it's random people, but it's people lost in history. Other people are known in history that they didn't even know People Ooh, know yeah, or, only in oral history, and that's it. Yeah. It's um, sick. And then, uh, yeah, then they said it. Oh, and then that avatar, Goon, so we got a new avatar name, you know, avatar Goon, and, or Gone, maybe Gone? Maybe it's Gone. No, Gone is G-O-N. Maybe Gone. Anyway. What, um, uh, where is he at, Bender-wise? Don't know. I'm assuming so an air. Is. Okay. No, we don't know. Uh, I'm assuming Airbender because Airbenders seem to have names with G's in them, um, and also N's, and so That's two fair. of the three letters is Let's a G. Let's open it as a Waterbender, got... so he could be Water Goon. But that would be fun. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and so it says like he, he, uh, he failed to hold the tsunami back, and so even though it's like a. Like it's a feat itself to hold a tsunami back, but 
yeah, in the Avatar, like, saved the whole bay, but his friend still died, and, like, in a way, he still, like, feels and carries that burden. Um, oh, and then in a later chapter, or later little session, kind of three-year span, Jetsun, like, already is, like, great at going through the spirit world and stuff like that, and uh, Yang Chen hasn't yet, and and she's trying to, Jetsun is trying to guide Yang Chen into the spirit world, and by the end of it, she does, uh, and that's kind of where that, where that little insert ends. But I found it really interesting, and I'm 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 really excited to see how Yang Chen handles this like schizophrenia of of avatars. Instead of having like good cop bad cop on your shoulders, you just got like a hundred different voices telling you all kinds of different crap, having conversations. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like, assuming like just from that little quote from uh, Shadow of Kyoshi, where Yang Chen is like, where Kyoshi is like. Like she's pretty much like, did I do the right thing? I forgot what she did exactly. And Yang Chen is like, listen, you could ask all of your past lives what best advice to give you, and they give you different answers, and it might not be the right answer. Like to me, that's that's Yang Chen has dealt with like, oh, I I I am confronted with all of these past lives, hundreds of them, all the time. Every None of them gave me any. Day. <laughs> yeah. They were freaking annoying. Like, just do your own thing, Avatar Kyoshi. Don't, don't even listen to me. Just, just break the connection. For one day, we're gonna get an Avatar's gonna break the connection, and they're gonna be the best Avatar ever. All right, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> For all um, we know, Avatar Gun could be the best Avatar ever. That's true. Yeah, it could be. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm very excited. I'm very excited to see another avatar who knew their avatar really early and how to affect them. So this is like the, the third one, right? So Cora knew, and it's interesting the reasons why they knew early. Like Cora knew because she was just a BA. Like she was just so skilled. She was you know bending the three elements with ease as a little kid to a certain extent. Yeah, I think if you and come Yang out, Chen, like, I think if you come out bending like three in a row, you know people are like, okay that one yeah i mean yang chen is probably just so actually so spiritually attached that like maybe a past avatar saw her as a conduit to finally let out maybe even subconsciously uh very very sub subconsciously let out <laughs> their um their rage and and uh and, uh, and feelings of a uh, bunch of feelings um I uh, well, and I'm excited to step farther back into history to hopefully scratch a little deeper lore, maybe learn something about another avatar or two. Um, just to go deeper backwards, I usually prefer backwards to forwards. I know that kind of ruins some of the last year with like prequels because you quote unquote you sort of know what happens to some degree, but we really don't. I we're, don't we're think so. I think there's this is like Knights so of much the Old Republic room. far back. Like you don't really know what's gonna happen. Uh, in Star mm. Wars, when you play Knights of the Old Republic, but uh, so yeah, I'm excited to step backwards in particular, and then you know it's exciting to have another another Airbender avatar, uh, and who clearly, uh, whether or not she kills, clearly is going to cope with things a different way than Aang, and that's pretty exciting. So we'll yeah. see. Um, Chris, do you want to talk a little bit about the what what teeny tiny bit? We know about the uh, about the conflict of the story. Oh, I mean, I don't I really know that much about the conflict. 
Uh, I forgot exactly what that insert said. I know it just said like she's not sure who to trust, uh, things like yeah. that. So the the oh, never mind. I remember now. Yeah, the weapon the of mass destruction. Like she goes to an Earth Kingdom city, and there's this group that doesn't trust the Earth Kings, and it seems like there's a lot of um, uh, I, I forget what the word is. Uh, govern like uh, in Batman, they use the word all the time. I can't think of it. Like government corruption? officials taking private corruption. Thank you. Don't know why I couldn't think of the word. <laughs> a lot of corruption things that kind of suggest that. And then this group called the Shangs has this super secret weapon of mass destruction that's somehow going to level the playing field. And that's really Sorry, that seems me. like that seems so far removed from <laughs> from the story. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, that's the fun thing about the excerpt, though, is like to get a real piece of the actual book. Uh, and you're trying to wrap a sense around it or wrap your feelings around it. It's like, you have no idea what's going to go on in this book. <laughs> but yeah. um, not the summary. I mean, the summary alone did a good enough job of kind of getting me getting me hype. Like, it teased me the right way, so to speak. Yeah. I mean, gosh, I forget when Shadow Kyoshi wrapped. Was that in 2019? It feels like it's been that long. Yeah. Like, definitely wasn't, it definitely wasn't 2020. Yeah, I think summer 2019. It's been that long since yeah. either one of us has read a book. That is true. <laughs> Incredible. Wait, no, well, hmm, I started to read this one book for my leadership program. And then, because uh, the little teacher lady was like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. if, if you if you ever read this book, you know, you should catch up on it tomorrow. We're going over it. Like, wait, what? We got to read this book. What? So then I started reading the book. So then I started reading the book. And I was like, I'm. I could probably find the the audio if it's a uh, book and I found type, it uh, and if, listened to. If it's a leadership type book, there's like five concepts that you need to take away. It was actually a pretty good book, I think. Um, it kind of changed how you. Anyway, real quick about the book. The book is about self deception, which in this case, self deception is when you do something contradictory to how you would ideally do something and then you they they put quote as put yourself in a box right so like if i like for instance um the other day i was at walmart and i saw this guy with jeffrey cables and he he was like right by my car <laughs> thing is i was in a rush to get to a meeting i was like ideally thing is this was before i even this i'm sorry not the other day this was really like a month ago but it was like the day right before i started reading the book I was like, in an ideal world, I would help him jump his car with my car. But I was in a rush because I had a meeting at one o'clock. I was leaving Walmart parking lot at like twelve fifty-five, and so he asked me, "Was like, hey, yeah, I need a job." I was like, "Oh, sorry, man, I'm in a rush." He's like, "You don't think I'm in a rush either?" I'm like, "Sorry, I'm in a rush." <laughs> but like, even though I act, so I acted more so in my benefit, I still betrayed what I thought would be a good action to do so somewhat self-deception and then you can kind of apply that to just everything in life right if it's like if my wife's like having a tough day or something like that and i'm like man ideally you know we'll make her day better would be if i go clean up or something like and if i don't do that then i'm adding a little bit of self-deception which you can't always do that thing you can't always uh get rid of self-deception but it at least makes you think about it. And I think I've had had times since I read the book where I'm just like, yeah, I would, yeah, because you think about your head, you're like, yeah, I, you know, this will be the right thing to do. 
And since like I started not doing it, I'm like, no, I'll I'll do it. But anyway, Heather, that's kind of what the book was about. Heather makes me think about that a lot because like we'll be driving along and she'll like see a dog, like maybe a stray dog or maybe like an escape dog on the side of the road. We'll be like driving to church, like in our church clothes. It's raining outside <laughs> and she'll see a dog and she'll be like, we need to get out and help that dog. It's like, we're going to church. I'm in my good clothes. <laughs> Already late. <laughs> it's raining. I have no idea if that dog has anything. It's like inside. I'm like, we really should. Like somebody's probably looking for that dog. But then yeah. I don't do it. No, I get that. <laughs> do I want to do it? Like, uh, kind of. I know it's the right thing to do. It's a dog. Uh, it's, a smart, it's a smart dog. It'll find its way home. That's usually what I tell myself to to try to like try to get myself over it. Yeah. You'll find and it and of course they did it more so in the in the way of like corporate of like working on a team and stuff like that. Uh, anyway, not important. Real quick. Chris and I listen. Chris reads comics and I read Harry Potter like on audiobook, <laughs> like once a year. That's got to count for something. Yeah. We read. We read. Um, yeah, Chris, any other any other projections? Any other predictions? You want to lean into it? Hmm. I don't know if we've got enough to go on, really. But uh, here's a vague, vague speculation: is that I won't like this book as much as uh, Rise of Kyoshi, but I will like it more than Shadow of Kyoshi. I will agree with that, and then I'm going to make one more kind of sort of. It, this is a very mild prediction. I'm going to say that where you know Kyoshi was this kind of like superman bender like like the strength and you know, like just i don't know i don't know how you want to describe it but uh bending in in big impressive quantity of power um i'm gonna guess that that maybe yang chin's just gonna be like by nature being an air nomad is gonna be like more tactical or more stealthy or more mm. one-on-one type oriented uh whereas it felt like every time we see kiyoshi bend in anything she was always just like you know wrecking an entire pirate ship or or you know blowing yeah. up an entire gang or whatever it's like i feel like this is going to be more of a, a less of a bending spectacle and it's going to be more about her other gifts i think that's a uh, pretty fair it's a pretty tame prediction but it feels like about as much as i can contrive so far. i hope it's stealth yeah. honestly I, I like i hope she uses stealth to like infiltrate some kind of gang base by herself and her friends like telling her not to go and she gets in and she got to like decide whether or not to, you know, murder the leader of this gang. And then, cause we know Yang Chen, she doesn't give it a second thought. She like conjures like an air blade yeah. of some type. Just chops I, think she, head off. I think she gives it a lot of thought. But nope. She's... she's already thought about it at this point. Uh, no, Kyoshi's the one that doesn't give it a, even Kyoshi gave it a thought. I love that scene. I say scene, but it's a passage scene where she's like, right she's, she's, she's holding the is uh little prince Zhu. guy. I think his name is Zhu. Name, yeah. No, not Prince Guy. Uh, the uh, he was a firebender. He yeah he, he was the first one we see lightning bending. He's she's holding Zhu oh, up in the air, yeah. and then she's like she's like she can hear her past lives. Some of them disagreeing with her actions right now, but she didn't care. And then she lets she like takes the life out of them. She's floating about like probably three stories up in the air, and then she drops them, and then he dies. Well, I was thinking about the other time when she chose not to kill the little, the little kid, or yeah. not to let the assassin yeah kill the little kid or whatever. But uh, 
no, I for for whatever reason, I kind of hope it's like a secret stealth mission of some type. I think because I enjoyed that part of Shadow of uh, Rise of Kyoshi so much when they like had to break into the manor essentially and try to assassinate that, yeah. that guy. I enjoyed that yes. portion so much that I kind of hope yeah. that's the the primary conflict or or the primary uh, climax. But that's not a prediction. That's just a hope. Chris, any final thoughts? Oh, other thing, uh, she did not have her, her air bending tattoo, so she was she wasn't a master of air bending yet by the age of eleven, which is we know that because lame. Ang Ang is the at, when Ang was got his tattoos at that point he was the youngest to get his air bending tattoos, and then Janora was younger than him. Um, that's interesting. Like like, hey, you got to get your air bending tattoos first before you can move on to the other elements. Oh, we'll probably. Hey, yeah, well, I'm sure. At some point in the story, we will see her get her airbending tattoos unless they just skip over that. So that'd be kind of interesting to see that ceremony from the Avatar's perspective. Or maybe she'll like earn her stripes, so to speak, pun intended, at the end of the book. Like whatever she does. What what if she what if she like kills but she'll Yeah. But what if she kills somebody before getting tattoos and then the air nomads are like well, she's mastered air. Like, we can't have an air avatar not have her tattoos. Like, one, oh. like one, like one little grimy guy in the back raises her hand. They're like, they're all debating, like, she murdered somebody. We can't give her tattoos. And one guy's like, well, she murdered him with fire bending. Well, so, <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like, I mean, you know, that's a good point. <laughs> Let's. I do think we're going to get into some moral conundrums more so than in Kyoshi novels. Because Kyoshi was kind of like, I'm on a, I'm on a, a quest to kill, to kill these people and I'm going to kill them. And she's working with a band of bandits. Like yeah. <laughs> the, the, the conundrum well, okay. was already was, done. Yeah. She wasn't like trying to kill like a lot of people. She was like, this one person, I'm going to kill him and watch the life drain out of him by my hand. It's going to be fast, but I'm going to watch it, you know? I'm going to enjoy it. Uh, no, this is going to have some more, uh, maybe even slightly political to a, to an air nomad degree of politics involved. I could see that happening. Yeah. Well, good call out. Final thoughts? Anything else to add? Uh, I don't think I have anything else to add. I'm just looking forward to it. Oh, I did uh, <laughs> email the publisher and requested a early review copy. How'd that go for you? Uh, I I emailed them today, so we'll see oh, how that. Oh, okay, okay. Listen, yeah, tell, I, them, I em- tell them one time we had a panel and it was very successful. Ah, I didn't mention the panel. Like they have a whole form to fill out, and uh, I said pretty much like, uh, I'm re- please requesting. I'm humbly requesting a review copy for uh, review purposes. We reviewed the Kyoshi novels and covered. Um, Covered with you know various videos and on the podcast, you know non-spoiler, spoiler review, theory, things like that. It's uh, amassed over tens of thousands of views. I would you know greatly appreciate your copy. So we'll see how that comes Nicely along. Done. Nicely done. Hey, the last time you like shot in the dark, we got to have a panel. So you know that's true. Fingers crossed. Uh, what's I'll just come to your house that day. We'll take turns and pass it. Back <laughs> It'll be great. Uh, hopefully, it's in the summertime. I guess. Oh, no, the, anyway, I'll mention this on this episode. It's not really related to this. Okay. 
All right. Well, that being said, I don't really have anything else to chat about in, in this particular uh, episode, Chris, unless you do. I do not. Excellent. In that case, thank you so much for watching our uh, not, what is it? Not Rise. What's the other one? Dawn. Dawn of Yang Chin thoughts and previews and predictions. We appreciate it. I'm Sean. That's Chris Ford, a.k.a. The Objective Geek of YouTube and Twitter. I will put all the stuff as normal down in the description. And thank you so much for watching. We'll see you next week. Oh, thank you for having birthday wishes, people. Also that. Chris, congratulations on staying alive longer. You did it. <laughs> see you later, everyone. Another, another trip around the sun. <laughs> One day older than you were yesterday. No, I'm uh, you're definitely wiser. You look wiser. There's at least one more gray hair. That's the wisdom here. I got him in my eyebrows now, man. It's weird. I got a piece of my forehead. <laughs>